Welcome to our look at Psalm 24. This is day four of week five of our look through the book of Psalms. And in Psalm 24, we find three major questions that your life will turn on. Who owns it all? Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? And who is the king of glory? Those three questions, who owns it all? Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who is the king of glory? More than you realize, your life every day turns on those questions. So let's look at them in this psalm. First, who owns it all? Psalm 24, verses 1 and 2. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. God made everything. God is your creator. The earth is the Lord's, everything in it. He made it all. And because he made it all, he's your creator. That means he's also your owner. Once you accept God as creator, it follows that he is the owner. He made it, everything, including you and I. He's not an uncaring creator. One who would make us and then walk away. No, he cares for whatever he creates. He's not a creator who would sell us to someone else. Whatever he's created, he continues to own. So who owns it all? God does. And once you settle that question of ownership, we're going to look at this a little bit deeper in just a moment, then you've begun to settle one of the deepest questions of our lives. Second question is, who may ascend the hill of the Lord? This is the question that's asked in verses 3 to 6. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false, he will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek his face, O God of Jacob. You might remember from our look at Psalm 15 that the hill of the Lord is the place of the temple, of the tabernacle, the place of the presence of the Lord. Who may come into God's presence? And we know now from what Jesus did for us on the cross that the only way to ascend that hill is by looking at what Jesus Christ did for us on a hill, on the hill of Calvary. We can't make our hands clean enough. We can't make our hearts pure enough. As clean as you could make your hands, they would not be perfectly clean. As pure as you could make your heart, it would not be perfectly pure. And God is perfect. So that's why in the middle of these words about ascending the hill of the Lord, I love this phrase, we get vindication from God, our Savior. We need a Savior. Here's here's an amazing truth. God is your owner because he created you. But then we rejected his ownership as his creation. And so we chose, we, we allowed ourselves because of our choice to be owned by the evil one. We put ourselves in Satan's empire rather than in God's rule. And then the owner that we rejected, this is the most amazing truth in all all of human history. The owner that we rejected, he bought us back. He made us in the first place. We walked away from him and he bought us back. You're not your own. You've been bought with a price. And the price that you've been bought with is Jesus Christ dying on the cross. He bought us back by giving his own life for us. God is your Savior. And because God is your Savior, there's a question that you and I have to face. The the question behind God being our Savior in these verses is, who or what do you seek? Such is the generation of those who seek him, 
who seek his face in verse six. Who or what are you seeking in your life? When God is your savior, Jesus is your savior, then you can live out the truth that he taught us in the Sermon on the Mount. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Once you know that he's your savior, it changes what you seek in your life. That's why this question is so important. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Only those who have found Jesus as their Savior. And those who found Jesus as their Savior, they tend to start to seek a different thing in life. And then there's a third question in this psalm. Verses 7 to 10. Who is the King of glory? Listen to the answer. It comes twice here. God wants us to get this answer. Beginning in verse 7. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, almighty. He is the king of glory. Obviously, God wants us to get this one. He repeats it again and again. God is the king of glory. The phrase king of glory is used five times in these few verses. And there's a deep history behind this passage in Psalm 24. Most Bible teachers, Bible scholars think that Psalm 24 was probably first sung as David brought the Ark of the Covenant back into Jerusalem. Open up the gates. King David is bringing the presence of God. The presence of God resided in that Ark. King David is bringing the presence of God into the city. But there's more to this history. This Psalm... Psalm 24 was sung each day in Herod's temple, the temple that was in Jerusalem in the days that Jesus lived. So if you'd been there on a Sabbath day, you would have heard the singing of this psalm. Lift up your heads, O you gates, that the King of glory may come in. Each Sunday, including Palm Sunday, the day when Jesus Christ entered Jerusalem as king, open up the gates. The King of Kings is riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. But there's more history to this psalm. This psalm is read by the church on Ascension Day. Down through the centuries, this, church, this psalm has been read again and again on the day that we celebrate the fact that Jesus returned to heaven. That's the day, the Ascension Day, that Jesus spoke with his disciples, gave them the commission to go Jerusalem, Judea, remotest parts of the earth, and then he ascended into heaven returning back to heaven, the place of his throne. Open up the gates of heaven. The king of glory is entering to take his seat on the throne. Now, there's history to this psalm about the king of glory entering into Jerusalem, the king of glory entering into heaven. But there's also a personal challenge in these verses. There's a question. Who is the door of your life open to you? Who are you opening the direction, the, the guidance, the hope, the strength that you need. Lift up your heads, O oh, you gates, doors of your life. Are you letting the king of glory in today? Or is it, wait, Jesus, wait till tomorrow. Or no, Jesus, I got to get some things settled first. Open up the door today. There's no better decision that you could make. Now, as we end our look at this wonderful psalm, I want to spend a few moments together praying these words back to Jesus. Would you pray them with me? 
And Jesus, as we pray these words back to you, we recognize that it's all yours. There is not a thing I'm gonna see today that's not yours. You founded it all. And because you are the Lord, I wanna serve you. Because you own it all, including me, I'm gonna give my life back to you. I wanna be like the person in this Psalm who ascended your hill, who stands in your holy place. But I know I can't attain this on my own. And so I ask you for the gift of your presence, the gift of your spirit. I ask you to give me those clean hands, to give me that clear heart. I don't wanna lift up my soul to an idol, something I wanna serve. I wanna lift up my soul to you because of all you've done for me. And so right now, I receive your blessing. I wanna be part of this generation who seeks you. And as I live this day, I, I lift up my head. I wanna see the King of glory coming in. I wanna see you walking into the circumstances of my life in glory and power. I wanna see you as strong and mighty, as mighty in battle. And so I lift up my head beyond the circumstances of my life. I lift my eyes to look, to see you walking through the door into my life, my circumstances, my mess, my problems, my happiness, my joy, all of it. You are the King of glory over it all. And I pray that I would see your glory in my life today. I pray it in Jesus' name, amen.